Well, friends, our preparations came true. The Messiah was born. There is a text that appears all three weeks. It's only, there's only one text in the lectionary that appears all three weeks of year A and B and C. Psalm 148. Somewhere along the line, someone decided that Psalm 148 was the text that needs to be leaned into on the first Sunday after Christmas. And if it's important to them, well, my friends, it's going to be important to us as well. Psalm 148, I'd like to read it again before we dig in uh, to refresh our memory. What I'd like for us to understand is the exhaustive nature of the scope of this chorus. Just let your imagination run wild as as the psalmist begins to tell us who all the participants in this chorus actually are. It's not just bass and uh, treble and I don't even know all the other musical terms. It's not harmony and melody. It's notice all the names of the people that comprise this cosmic choir. Now, if I were Mr. Ryan Yoder, I would love this text. So let's look at who is all participating in this choir and what it is this choir actually sings. This choir sings two words, praise God, over and over and over and over again. And we continue to add voices that say and sing, Loudly, I might add, praise God. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise the Lord in the heights above. Praise the Lord God's angels. Praise God, all God's heavenly hosts. Praise the Lord, sun and moon. Praise the Lord, all ye shining stars that sparkle the night. Praise the Lord, you highest heavens, and you waters above the sky, even the rain that falls. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at God's command they were created. And God established them forever and ever. God issued a decree that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures, and all the ocean depths. Lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do God's bidding. You mountains and all hills, fruit trees and cedars, wild animals and cattle, small creatures and flying birds. Kings of the earth and all nations, you princes and all rulers on earth, young men and women, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord, for God's name alone is to be exalted. God's splendor is above the earth and the heavens, and God has raised up for the people a horn. The praise of all God's faithful servants of Israel the people close to God's heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The reading of God's holy word and text, Psalm 148. Well, another Christmas has come and gone, and it's fun to relive my childhood 
Christmas stories and images and remembrances through the eyes of my grown children now as they create their own traditions with their children, my grandchildren. My grandchildren and children remind me of my childhood, my parenthood, and now return the twinkle of the eye in grandparenthood. I can remember as a boy after Christmas was over and we visited church and opened presents on Christmas morning and went to my grandmother's home on Christmas Day and then at New Year's got together with my dad's side of the family to open more presents after this week of gifts and family and presents were over. Both me and my two brothers were given a stack of cards And we had to sit down and write the proverbial thank you letter. Not a bad thing to do, but you know, when you're that age, do you really want to write a thank you letter? I see a couple heads in the back shake no. But it's the right thing to do. It's the kind thing to do. And it's good parenting. I can remember as a boy not knowing how to articulate it, but I could recognize deep within myself that there's a difference between being asked to say thank you and actually being thankful or grateful for receiving something. I mean, anyone can write down a thank you card and say thank you without actually being grateful. You see, there's a difference between saying we're thankful and being grateful. Certainly being grateful contains an element of being thankful. But being thankful goes beyond writing a note on our card to become a grateful state of being. There are times when that exercise in writing thank you notes was more about kindness and etiquette than it was true gratitude. Because thank you can carry an agenda still. Can't it? It could carry a little bit of resentment. Oh, I wanted that thing, not that thing. And it reveals a little bit about our own selfishness as well. It's a profound learning time, if we're honest. But I learned way back then that gratitude is something deeper, more holistic, more life-giving and sustaining than merely saying thank you. Now don't get me wrong, thank you is important. Thank you is an aspect of gratitude. But thank you can still carry an agenda. Gratitude does not. This text, Psalm 148, goes beyond thank you to profound gratitude a profound choir of all living created beings says, praise be to God. Emmanuel is now here. This psalm goes even beyond our circumstances. Do I feel happy? Do I feel sad? Do I feel melancholy? Do I feel exuberant? Am I on top of the world? Am I just barely getting by? Am I down in the doldrums? This text recognizes all those emotions and tries to pull us up to a place 
of sheer and profound gratitude. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Emmanuel is here. If you recall reading Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2, God speaks a word and all created beings come into play. They make no sound. They make no noise. What I find fun about Psalm 148 is what was created in Genesis 1 and 2 now finds voice, and their voice is only singing gratitude and praise and thanks. And it transcends all situations and circumstances. This cosmic choir joins in from wherever and exuberantly and exhaustively and exhilaratingly says, praise God, praise God, praise God. Now, I know, you know, it's easy as a speaker to make people feel guilty. You know what's really hard to do as a speaker and a communicator? It's to make people feel grateful. And I'm going to try to do that today. I'm going to try to use the words of Psalm 148 to drive us from mere thanks to sheer gratitude. I'd like to suggest that in this text there are three E's of gratitude. Are you ready? Three E's of gratitude. The first E of gratitude is that gratitude is exhaustive. Gratitude is exhaustive. Notice in our text this cosmic choir. It's unbelievable. It has angels, sun, moon, stars, rain, sea creatures, fire, hail, snow, frost, wind, mountains, hills, trees, sheep, cattle, camels, ants, birds, shepherds, magi, mother, father, all singing praise to God for sending the sun. Emmanuel. That's a pretty big choir. And they all bust out in the same song. Reading Psalm 148 is almost like singing joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. And earth receives her king. And as earth receives her king, all of earth, everything we see, beyond what we see, even down to the creepy crawlies, even the mosquitoes, Sing praise be to God. Now I know what you're probably, you got to be thinking this, because as soon as I was digging into this, I thought, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, time out. There's a couple key questions here. Why do we have to be about all this praise? Does God really need all this praise? I mean, is God kind of this narcissist in hiding? Does God need this stuff to survive? No way. God doesn't need any of this. Here's the gospel around praise. Here's the slanted truth that flips us into a perspective of gratitude. God doesn't need our praise. We need to praise God because it's the best for our well-being. Praise, worship, is essential to our well-being. It's essential to our existence. Music has the ability to, and the words, have the ability to flip our emotions into a rightful place. 
when our emotions are upside down, music, worship, and praise can flip us right side up. God does work in all things good to those who are called, for those who are called according to God's purposes. And then another great question is, seriously, Pastor, how can a sea creature, a sea monster, a mosquito, really bring, bring praise to God? I mean, how can I bring praise to God? Sean, how can you bring praise to God? At home, how can you bring praise to God? Well, by being what we were created to be. A tree brings praise to God by simply being a tree. It's got nothing to do with what a tree offers or does. A tree praises God for being a tree. A human praises God for being a human created in the image of God. We don't have to earn anything. We don't have to be special. We don't have to be an influencer. We don't have to be unique. We don't have to be famous. We just bring praise to God by being here. By the way, if you haven't seen my, uh, my acquaintance, Peter Doctor's new Pixar movie, Soul, you need to see it because that's the point of the movie. We bring praise to God not by finding our special purpose or our meaning and purpose or our spark. We bring praise to God by being alive, by being here, by being human. That's why all of life is an act of praise. So I'm going to have some fun with the text now today. Dawn floated to another part of the hospital at St. Jude yesterday, first time since the pandemic began, because every hospital in South, uh, Southern California is overwhelmed. She was scared going in. She did receive her first vaccination shot last week, as did my middle daughter, Kate. She came home just before I left this morning. She chatted with me a little bit about what it was like for her yesterday. Had to wear a hat, had to wear shoes, gloves, double face mask, eye goggles. And every time she went into a new room, to clean up or to feed someone or to call a patient from a family. She had to gown up. She said, I probably gowned up 40 times yesterday. She also looked at her watch and she said, I want 18,000 steps. That's over 10,000 steps more than I normally do. I was running to the ICU. I was trying to get supplies because I'm trying to do the things. Once a nurse goes into a room, they don't want to come back out because then they have to Ungown and regown just to go back in. So I was that person. She said it was inspiring and with a quiver in her voice, it was humbling. She also said I was probably the age that would be a mother for almost every nurse that I saw yesterday. It was like our kids 
taking care of all those people. So in the midst of uncertainty, we have this text. And the first E of gratitude is that gratitude is exhaustive. Angels, sun, moon, stars, I read them all earlier. I'd like to bring it home a little bit so nurses and doctors and healthcare workers praise God. So children praise God. Grandchildren praise God. Grandparents and parents praise God. Children's workers praise God. Students and young adults, you praise God. Middle adults and those well-traveled through the years who have perhaps more years to remember than years yet to live, praise God. Infants praise God. Toddlers praise God. Newborns praise God. Let all Praise God. Let the exhaustive expanse of gratitude lead all of us to praise God. Because it's part of our existence to live well. God doesn't need it. We do. Which brings me to the second E of gratitude. Gratitude is exuberant. It's exuberant. This, this psalm is riddled with exclamation marks. These are all exclamation marks working its, its way through the text. This psalm is not quiet. This psalm is not contemplative. This psalm is not acoustic. This psalm is loud. I mean, think about it. Hail, thunderstorms, heavenly hosts, sun, moon, stars, thunder, lightning, rain. I'm duplicating myself. Whales that breach Seagulls that, what do seagulls do? Do they bark? They breach? Whatever the sound that seagulls and sea lions make, that's the choir at play. And they all praise God. Why? Because they are part of God's creation. This psalm is the compilation of all these sounds and voices merging into one great sound that does one thing, praise God. So those involved in ministry to the homeless, praise God. Those involved in ministry with food insecurity, praise God. Those involved in Nueva Vida and bridge ministries, praise God. Those involved in neighborhood, in the neighborhood or anywhere around the world, you praise God. Let the choir of PPC praise God. Let the band in PPC praise God. Let student ensembles here at PPC praise God. Up in the tech area as you're making things Go with the buttons. Praise God as you work the cameras. Praise God. The list goes on and on. Techies, praise God. Friends, with all the bandwidth we can imagine and muster, all PPC, praise God. Because the second E of gratitude is the exuberant nature of worship. This is not a death dirge. Emmanuel is here. We've waited and waited and waited. Praise be to God. The third E of gratitude from the text, you can see these principles illuminating our words, is that gratitude is exhilarating. Gratitude is exhilarating. It brings us back to life. 
It makes our heart pump. It sends our blood through our veins quicker. It enlivens us even more effectively than a triple shot of something something from Starbucks. <laughs> it's the wonder of it all. Like a child deciding for themselves to show gratitude and appreciation. One of the things I've noticed about being a grandparent is sometimes your grandchildren don't want to do the things that their parent, parents ask them to do right away. Welcome to being a, a person. And I've also noticed when it's time to go, uh, mom or dad will say, okay, say goodbye to Poppy and give him a hug and kiss. And she'll say, no. And she'll go cling to mom's leg and hide under mom's leg. No, I don't want to. Which, is, which kind of hurts a little bit, but I've, I get the deal, right? It's on her time. Fine, that's okay. Love you, buddy. So fun having you. I'll see you soon next time. Doesn't take more than 30 seconds for her to realize on her own terms. She comes running back and her head goes to right about here. She's a munchkin. Gives me a great big hug and kisses my kneecap. That's exuberance. That's exhilarating. And you can see her come to life when she does it. When I was in college, I worked uh, a good and yet kind of crummy job. I worked nights at United Parcel Service, which means I would go to work about 10 o'clock at night, punch in about 10:15. I'd start my shift. And I, was a, I would load these big 18-wheel semi-trucks. I may have told you this before. I loaded uh, Texas, zip code 7500 to 7999. Isn't that funny? I can still remember. I had a crayon that I taped with masking tape to my index finger because every package that came into the truck came down a conveyor belt, and I, I'd have to make sure it was within that zip code, and I'd have to swipe it with my color crayon, and then I'd have to pack tears so that the boxes would be tight and package wouldn't, packages would not get damaged. Now that's what I did for two years. From 10.15 in the morning till 4 o'clock, or 10.15 at night till 4 o'clock in the morning. I worked inside of freezing cold in the winter, it was Minnesota, and burning up hot trucks in the summer. There was a guy above me who was a sorter. I don't even remember his name now, but he was a seminary student. He went to seminary. And he did this really weird thing. He was fascinated with his hand. <laughs> when he wasn't sorting boxes, or if it, when it got slow, I'd take a quick peek up just for me to see what my life was going to be like. Because if he was getting slammed, I was going to get slammed. If he was going to be slow, I'd, have a get, I'd get a chance to catch my breath. And if I looked up there, there were more than one occasion when he was just doing this with his hand. I thought that was fascinating. Finally, one day I asked him, I said, what are you doing with your hand? He goes, hands are amazing. Look at all these, look at all the stuff you got to do just to close your fingers or open them up. You can just feel it and see it. Or, you know, it, and you just, it just happens. You know, at first I wanted to ask him what kind of drugs he was on. Discovered he was a seminary student, so he wasn't on any drugs. But I, I'll never forget how exhilarated he was 
to understand and to just look at the power of his hand and all the things that his hand could do. See, gratitude's like that. The more we really look at the world to see what's in play, the more exhilarating and wonderful it becomes. Because everything that's created is put in place for a reason to praise God by being what it is. I'm also fascinated by this vaccine to go from the scene to what is hard to see. Wait a minute, we have technology now called messenger RNA. It's a minute technology. It's been around for 10 years. But somehow in this technology, it can go find the proteins, this is a layperson's term, attached to the proteins and help invigorate our immune system so that the virus can't attach to the proteins, but our immune system is already there at work to keep them at bay. And all we need to do is send the right messenger to the right place. Really? I find that fascinating and exhilarating. I find that to be something to be grateful for. So if you have trouble being grateful, maybe just start a gratitude list. And add to it every single day. Notice what you notice. Say thankful. And say thank you, God, for that. So PCUSA, praise God. So lawyers and teachers and executives and musicians and artists and white-collar folks and hourly wage earners and the retired, praise God. So Presbytery of Los Ranchos, praise God. So the session of PPC, praise God. Deacons, elected officers of the corporation, praise God. Hey, PPC staff, praise God. Hey, PPC, praise God. Emmanuel is here. It's exhaustive. It's exuberant. It's exhilarating. It's the move from thank you with an agenda to the state of being that just says, I am so grateful for life and breath. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Praise be to the Lord. Amen. We get so Eeyore-ish. We get so melancholy. We get so downtrodden. It's okay. It's part of personalities. It's part of DNA. It's complicated. Sometimes it's situational, sometimes it's physiological, sometimes it's anxiety. But perhaps this Christmas season more than any other Christmas season, Emmanuel, 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 God is with us, God is with us, God is with us. Where are you, God, in the midst of the pandemic? Oh, God, I see you in doctors and nurses donning donning gloves, 
donning respirators, donning face masks and goggles, changing your clothes, getting supplies, feeding, caring for, loving those unto life, and in some cases, loving people unto death. And yes, it's sad, but oh, my friends, it is also so very inspiring. So let all of us, all of us, praise the Lord. Emmanuel walks with us. Amen.